the boyfriend and I were just in Seattle to visit his family, and at our Airbnb, we we didn't have like all of our streaming services available. It was very difficult, so we just started like a fun, lighthearted show called Lego Masters, and I love it. I really love it. <gasps> oh, thank God. Okay, whenever we bring our guest on, <laughs> oh, say it. <laughs> Go ahead. I was going to say, well, we're not the host, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. He's incredible. And we're almost He's, done with season uh, one. All of the characters have nicknames. Um, uh, <laughs> I call, there's the straights. Um, they make me deeply uncomfortable. The the father, the husband and wife team where they, he always wears a suit. Oh, but I like yeah, them. They're the, there's a team in the second season that looks identical to them, but they're siblings and it's very oh, weird. That's weird. <laughs> so I call them the straights. Then we have the boys, which are the beard boys who I'm rooting for a little bit. I like I like the, um, the boys. Then we have the gays, which is actually not the gay couple. They're called the couple. The gays mm-hmm. are the muscly one and his little friend who's in love with him. Oh, yeah. yes. It, it's been since, like, it's been a year since I've watched season one, but I'm remembering yeah. the, I remember the top three really well. Um, but I think that's where yeah. we're at. We're at the top three right now. Yeah. We've got those, yeah. Um, and then this other uh, uh, cool thing happened while I was in Seattle, except it wasn't a cool thing. And it happened to you. And Oh, no, I'm going to talk about okay, this. Cool. Go we'll introduce the show. The show. Cool. Good morning, good <laughs> afternoon, good evening, and good night. And welcome to Poptimist, a pop culture breakdown show focused on optimism. I'm a host. My name is Billy. The other host, that's my sister. What's your name? My name is Dagny, and I got my car stolen. <laughs> <laughs> bam, bam. Not only that, not only did you get your car stolen, you got your car stolen from Mm -hmm. my parking spot in front of my apartment building while you were house sitting for me yeah so you're taking me out to korean barbecue soon (laughs) yeah i owe you i owe you big time honestly that was no it was the most stressful part of the trip was three missed calls (sighs) from dagny a text message a text message that just said please answer your phone and (laughs) (laughs) and uh and then a phone call to the boyfriend where he was like your sister is calling me i hope everything's all right and then everything wasn't all it right. It wasn't. It wasn't all right. Uh, yeah. So, and any, so Billy, you know, things that have been going on in my life, right? In the, you know, last week, two weeks, yes. uh, I quit, quit my job, got a new job, had my car stolen. And then the best part is I got a kitten, but I'll talk about the kitten in a second. I just want to set the scene for this car stolen yes. uh, shenanigans because I drove my car in the morning I drove my car that morning uh, for a a work errand, and that was like from 10 a.m. I got back about 11 a.m. in Koreatown, parked in a designated parking spot, um, went inside for about an hour, did some work, and then I was like, okay, let's go walk the dogs. And between 11 a.m. and noon, someone walked up in broad daylight, broke into my car, which was locked, and drove off with it. And I, it wasn't towed. People always ask me, they were like, did it get towed? And I was like, nope, I called like three towing services in the area, plus the one that has a sign outside the apartment complex. It mm-hmm. was not towed. It was stolen. And so, you know, a three hour police station visit later, um, it yeah. has been officially reported. And now I'm just waiting to hear. So this is exciting. I just wanted to, you know, update the listeners on my <laughs> life. But I also got a kitten named Wesley and he has a little, a little mask that looks like, uh, Wesley from The Princess Bride, so and that has made everything better. He's he's perfect. Now, if you are in Los Angeles or anywhere in the United States, keep an eye out for a Kia Soul with license plate number. I'm kidding. Plates. I'm so joking. But also, there's a part of me every time every time the boyfriend and I pass a Kia Soul, <laughs> I like try to get my phone out to take a picture of it. I kind of just want to take a picture of every Kia Soul and send it to you. Just be like, is this it? 
Is this it? Oh, man. Ugh. And uh, specifically on the back of the car, there's a TARDIS logo. There's a t- sticker that says, I heart Denton. And then on the side, there's a, Huffle- a Hufflepuff decal. So it should be easy to find, but it's it's long gone. It's, I've lost hope. Yeah. No, um, it's chopped up to and pieces now, and refurbished. Billy, I could I could go toe to toe with a housewife at this moment because my rental car is a 20 or yeah, 2020 silver Cadillac and it is fancy as hell. I am yeah, so yeah, extravagant. So I feel so opulent driving. You picked it. us up from the airport and then we went from the airport to the rental car place so you could get your rental car. Yeah. And I we were just hanging out, sleep deprived, and then Dagny comes around the corner and she's like, This Cadillac's mine. And we were like, Fuck <laughs> you. Like I'll what? Uh, yeah. I love it. So anyway, listeners, send your thoughts and prayers and good vibes my way that maybe my car situation gets figured out. But who needs a car when you have a tiny little kitten that you can play with all day? Uh, You said you were super excited about your pop culture thing. Go ahead. What's your thing? Do you want to be a legend? (laughs) Do you want to be a star? Um, I am obsessed. I don't know. I am obsessed with this HBO Mm -hmm. show, this HBO competition series. All I really oh. want to be is an icon or a statement known as legendary. Legendary on HBO oh. is like, I like, I'm sorry that I didn't watch season one as it happened. I feel like I need to like write an apology to all the gay people all over the world. It is. Is that the Jamila Jamil? She's yes. a, a judge. Yes. Did I say her name right? Yes. I'm going to be so upset if I said, okay. <laughs> so legendary, <laughs> legendary is a, a, an American ballroom voguing competition show. <laughs> um, what the world needs. Honestly, Dagny, every single episode is like going to a party with the best live entertainment around. So structurally, and if you're out there and, and you want to be like American ballroom, which is what I call it. Cause I like to like, make sure it's up there on the same level of equivalence with like European ballroom. Um, but American mm-hmm. ballroom is the underground ballroom scene developed in New York through the seventies and eighties and nineties <laughs> by transgender queer performers. It's where voguing comes from. It's where dead drops come from. Yeah. It's where, you know, everything uh, awesome about drag race performance wise, Rue just plucked from the ballroom scene. Most things in pop culture started in ballroom. Most, you know, everyone has been copying it for years, but now it gets to be featured. Um, the way legendary works is they, I think they start with eight, maybe nine houses. Um, and the houses are teams of five, uh, and they're all great. There's the house of, oh my God, that's so many. Yeah, there's the, the house of, uh, the house of Lon Ven, the house mm. of Ninja, the house of Balenciaga is on season two, um, the house of Balmain. It's and and every week is a different theme. Um, <laughs> every challenge is different they'll do like like i just watched the season one finale and the two remaining houses had to do each one member of the house had to oh wait don't tell me too much because i not, do want to oh watch i'm not gonna tell you anything about spoilers okay, go ahead but they had to do like one-on-one okay, cool. challenges where it was one of the five elements of of ballroom and it was like there was one-on-one voguing one-on-one catwalk one-on-one um there's like Ooh. early on they do like a they're like welcome to the wild west ball and then everything is wild west themed <laughs> they're like welcome to the intergalactic ball and then everything is sci-fi themed um they'll oh, do group fun. numbers they'll do runways um the houses that are going to go home the the bottom two houses each week they pick one representative to have a vogue off and let me tell you it's like it's like world class the best in the world voguing on HBO it's just so fucking good it is Hmm. so much fun to watch 
Um, I might watch it today because I am out of things to watch. I just, Dagny, <laughs> you will be obsessed from the second it starts. The way it fi- it's filmed is so cool um, because mm-hmm. basically the show starts and it's like they, they show you like the, the runway, like the performance space. And they have Deshaun. What's Deshaun? I need to know him. He's amazing. Deshaun is the, the basically the MC of the night. Um, and okay. he's like, welcome to Legendary. Welcome to the Intergalactic Ball. He also does like as... Everything is live. Well, so the music, they'll have mixes, but when they have the Vogue off, he's like, DJ, give me the, give me a beat. And the DJ does the beat, but then all the words are just Deshaun live being like, battle, 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 yeah, Vogue off, Vogue off, rock, ta 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 ka Like, and he's like <laughs> doing it live, and he's so talented. Um, and then the judges are uh, Jamila Jamil from uh, The Good Place, who Good is place. Uh, amazing. Um, Megan the yeah. Stallion, you know the musician. She's great. Deshaun Wesley. I was like, his last name starts with a W. I'm such a jerk. Um, <gasps> like my kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Deshaun Wells <laughs> Wesley, um, Megan the Stallion, Jamila Jamil, Law Roach, who was in come some of the okay. final seasons of America's Next Top Model, um, and uh, oh, cool. uh, he is a celebrity stylist. He styles Zendaya. He styles Tom Holland. He's like he's great. Um, and then uh, Laomi Maldonado who is a ballroom legend, um, a phenomenal performer. And she's actually the head choreographer of the show Pose. And she's been on Pose. Mm -hmm. Um, Then they have a guest judge every week as well. Um, And it is, I I just, I I can't talk it up enough. Everyone just check it out. Just, and and just watch the first episode. It's like 50 minutes. And if you're not into it, walk away. But I guarantee you'll be like, is it like this every week? Yes. It's that (laughs) insane every week. Death drops, voguing ridiculous looks and reveals um and also just you know like 40 queer people just like competing it's amazing it's so good and the judges this is the last thing i know i'm I'm ranting a bit but i love it so much but like the judging is like a ballroom so they'll do like mini things at the beginning where it's like okay before the group numbers we're gonna have a body category where you have to walk body and you're just like walking around showing off and the judges either give you a 10 or they cut you. So if you walk up and you're like oh. walking and it's like four of the judges have like whatever they do that week. They have like a, ooh, they're like, yeah, it's like a 10. Um, it's like 10s across mm-hmm. the board and then you get to stay. If a <laughs> single judge chops you, you're out for that round. Uh, so you have to please all five oh. judges or you're out. And um, the judges have had screaming matches at each other that are, they always come back to respectful, which is why it's so good. But literally, like, yeah. Law will be like, no, what? And then Laomi's like, uh, there was one where, I don't remember what the challenge was. Oh, they had to do classic Vogue. They had to do, it's called Voguing the Old Way. So very 80s, very where Voguing started. And this girl came out and she was amazing. And then she dropped into the splits and then Laomi cut her. And all the other judges were like, what? And she goes, you're not supposed to show stretch. So they then give you like a history of ballroom as well. They get you the rules. And it's like, yeah, in the old way, it wasn't about stretch. You didn't want to like show off how flexible you were. That's not the challenge. So as soon as she dropped into the splits, Laomi cut her. And the other four judges were like, she's so good. And she's like, not the correct category though. And it's like, it's so good. It's amazing. I love every second of it. Um, And then, uh, uh. The House of Balenciagas in season two, which is Maya, Mariah Paris Balenciaga's house. Uh, and that'll be fun. Um, because yeah. that's when, when I went and met her at a bar the other day, I was there to watch an episode of Legendary she was on, but I was late. Uh, uh-huh. I missed the episode. I just saw her there buying people shots. And I was like, what's up? But that's cool. Billy, I have a yes. question. Do you like this show? Dagny, I love this show so much. I'm oh, kidding. And shout you, out, yeah, shout you- out to Samantha <laughs> Hale, 
who got me into the show and was like, I can't believe you haven't watched it. It was giving me a hard time. She's like, watch Legendary, you idiot. And she was correct. Okay, great. That was, I think you probably did more promotion for them than they did. Um, they got renewed for a season three, so it's fine. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, good thing my thing is super short because I am excited for our guest today because um, she's so lovely. But my thing is a movie that I think is probably a classic at this point. I just had never watched it before. Um, and that was yesterday. I was I asked my boyfriend, I was like, what's a, a fun movie that, you know, it's just a chill time because I was playing with the cat and just wanted a movie in the background. And I was scrolling through and Amazon has like featured movies right now <laughs> that you can watch. And one of them was I Love You, Man. I had never seen it. <laughs> and what a delightful little film. What a good time. Also, just the cast yeah. is insane. The only really unbelievable thing in that movie is Andy Samberg is cast as a gay man. And he is one of the most straight men I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Honestly, I would um, like to see that. Have you seen that? Have you seen this movie? No, I haven't. But I have a fun fact about it. Of course I do. You got it. I really put it on just to have it in the background. And then I paid attention every second of it. But like, they have so many people in this movie. It's insane. Every time someone showed up, I was like, Aziz Ansari's in this. I didn't even know Rashida Jones was in it. She's like the one of the main characters. I love her. It's just. And like Paul Red can do no wrong in my eyes. Fair enough. And he's never done like truly never been bad in a movie. Um, and he just is so great. And I also didn't realize that uh, my boyfriend's personality is a l- very much based on a lot of this movie. <laughs> a lot of things that he says are just lines pulled from this film. And he's always talked about how he likes this movie so much. And I was like, oh, this was a formative film for you. You just that's really funny. identified with these characters. That's like uh, that's um, like when I, I spent years, spent years thinking that Taylor um, just like came up with the saying, hold on to your butts because I never watched Jurassic nope. Park as a kid. And then I, uh, I realized I was giving him credit for things he didn't deserve. Stupid. Yeah. Uh, no. Oh, but the last thing, just before we bring in our guest, uh, we haven't talked about this, but I watched all of Loki and it's incredible. It we'll great? talk about it later. Oh, I but... wanted to tell you though about yeah. I Love You, Man. I loved every part of it. I know. I, and I Love You, Man. Oh yeah, what's your fun They fact? go to Venice Beach to get the, the best tacos. They've got the best tacos in Venice Beach. You know that? Mm-hmm. So um, I've mm-hmm. been to that restaurant. It's called James Beach. Uh, James's Beach, James apostrophe Beach. I went there with Pete. You Got know it. Pete. No one else does. Not important. Yes. But uh, 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 we <laughs> went there and they have the sign. They're like, it's very funny because Paul Rudd's name in the movie is Pete. Oh, that's cool. It's Peter, but they call him Pistol Pete. But James's Beach, Sorry, it going. had a sign that was like home of the best tacos in Venice Beach. And I was like, oh, and then Pete was like, oh yeah, they didn't serve tacos, tacos. until the movie. They just like that was just <laughs> the bar they used to film in so they put fish tacos on the menu because of the movie don't order them order them at mojito uh they have the best mojito in Venice Beach, <laughs> and they really did it was an exceptional mojito that's all Ooh, billy you should watch this it's free right now on amazon it's an hour and maybe 30 minutes and that's so nice because last yeah. night we last night we watched the first resident evil movie kind of just because it was there and we clicked on it and then we accidentally watched the whole thing why because it fucking rules oh dagny God. mila jovovich <laughs> okay, okay mila jovovich um um going through an underground zombie infested laboratory with michelle rodriguez what else do you want also, all right while you're hyped up on this energy oh okay you were gonna say also go ahead also What's you know that final that doctor who episode silence <laughs> in the library you know yeah it's you know the psychologist in the simulation world dr moon yeah he's the head of the commando squad in resident evil and he gets chopped to bits by the laser grid that the red queen sends in my favorite scene in the movie incredible when they get chopped they get chopped in half amazing. by lasers 
I'm so excited for you, and I'm so glad you watched this movie. So uh, it's been 20 minutes. Can you introduce our guest? Because been, she's already stepped away to like go to the bathroom twice. It's been like 17 <laughs> minutes. How dare you? Our guest. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Our guest is a dancer, a choreographer, an artist, and uh, uh, <laughs> is one degree of separation from my least favorite reality show program ever made. Please welcome to Poptimist. <laughs> It's Allie Rosenstein. Hello, what an intro. Um, hi, Allie. Hi. The show that must not be named, but I actually really enjoy. <laughs> I enjoy watching it out of, you know, I, disdain. Oh but, I'm, no. actually, I'm actually uh, a little bit mad at you, Allie. And I know you just got on, on the show and I'm just coming at you right hey, away. Bring it on, Billy. I love aggression the second I come in. But a, few, a, a week or so ago, you, uh, because you work with my boyfriend. Uh, yeah. You went out to get drinks with him and you guys had a great time. He told me all about it. And then when he came back, I'm not saying this is your fault, but he's strongly considering starting from the beginning. And I, I think it's because he was around you. <laughs> okay. It was just because he was around me, but we did not talk about my former past. So <laughs> I'm not taking that on. What is Michael Do we need to bleep that? the name that Billy just said? Oh yeah. Should we not talk? I about don't know. Him? Do you? No, fuck it. I don't know. I don't know. Hi. I don't know if you signed any NDAs for <laughs> no, it. No, she was never uh, on yeah. the show. <laughs> but I, Michael did well, check I was, it out. actually. Oh, you were? Uh, were you really? I was a judge one time before I started working there. And then I feel like I, I don't know. Oh, wait, time out. No, we do need to believe it. I signed NDAs every Thursday when I came in. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll bleep it or we'll cut it. <laughs> oh, but that's Well, uh, I'm sorry that you're rewatching it. Uh, but... It's okay. There's some incredible moments. If you're listening and you want to know what this show is, um, it is just, you know, try to figure out what my least favorite reality show of all time is. And there it is. Um, and cool. also, if you look at There's that, a my pyramid name, of headshots involved. Apparently, my, my name, I'm still included on their faculty. So if you search my name, you might be able to find it. Oh, that's it's hilarious. Your boyfriend oh. that for me. That's hilarious. So. There we go. Well, it's a little puzzle for our listeners. Sorry, sorry <laughs> to come in so hot. Allie, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Well, yeah. I'm doing great. I'm excited to be with you people on this lovely Sunday. So I'm very okay. excited. I love your podcast. I'm, I'm, I feel like we've been trying to do this. I'm so stoked that I'm finally we have. here. I will we've, talk about pop culture all day, every day. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've been trying to we get you on the show in, forever. And I'm yeah, never we've afraid. had... Uh, I would say your better half, but that's not true. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Hey, I love Bear. <laughs> um, your other half. Um, we had him on here and he talked about Digimon. So, oh, I, I know. Um, we had Digimon playing in our apartment for like three weeks ahead of time in prep. So that's amazing. Well so aware. are you bringing, you're bringing in season one of Digimon? I'm Obviously. <laughs> no, I just wanted to oppose him and be like, I'm talking about Pokemon. So no, I'm not. That's but funny. That's funny. Really, really, yeah. Oh, and uh, uh, a quick great. shout out um, because you and Bear were in the audience for our live show, which we did a couple weeks ago, which, was, which aired last week. Um, and I just want to thank everyone who came out again. Thanks everyone who was in the audience for that live. Yeah. Shout out to Malcolm and Bear who were like guests on the show without meaning to. Uh, but yeah, thanks for doing <laughs> that thanks for being there <laughs> we're so gonna fun. have another one in uh september. oh that's true september so, for uh podcasting yeah, yeah bright's so. gonna feature us for uh like national podcasting week that's very cool mm -hmm. hey, that's awesome yeah. Yeah. that's so exciting yeah hey. oh yeah so we'll get 
uh, I think do they'll do a little more marketing now that they mm-hmm. understand who we are because that was one thing they were like we need to all attend your first show because we don't really know what to expect and then it was very well received I'm glad that they all liked it and I'm glad that the audience well, had a good I also time. like too that everyone from Bright was like yeah we'll just pop in from the beginning just to see what it's like make sure it's working so well just to and they stayed the whole, the time. whole time I was like <laughs> Because yeah. we're so good, baby. All right. I love this, um, though. You guys are killing it. I'm so excited. Yeah, we had a great you. time. It was very fun. Um, but enough about last week. I want to know what we're talking about this Heck week. Yeah. Allie, what did you bring in for us today? Okay. So I know that sometimes people come on and have multiple ideas. I want to walk you through my thought process, and we're going to show what we landed on. Okay? Okay. But feel free okay. to take any. Okay. So first, I was like, okay. Obviously, Mary-Kate and Ashley movies. Done. <laughs> Hands down. And then, but then I had this moment of like, you know, I can't stream it and I won't pay for it. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I, as much as I love those movies, how formative they were, I was like, I am paying $5 for a holiday in the sun. You know what I'm saying? So then I was like, maybe Labyrinth because I love Labyrinth, but so does everyone else. And it's not really a deep cut because it's the best ever. And then yeah. I almost came to y'all with Deep Blue Sea. Because I deeply love that. That would have been fun. Totally, we could totally talk about it towards the end if you want. Because I've seen that movie upwards of fifty times. I ain't mad about it. I love that movie. So just because I've I've just seen like a lot of clips of that movie. I've never seen in order, but that is that is Samuel L. Jackson. Sharks. Yes, getting it. Yeah, the famous scene where he's just eaten by the sharks for no reason. It's so. You will not die. Yes. (laughs) And uh, who's the chef? Who's the what's the the guy who it's a. LL Cool J. LL Cool J. What a cast. All right. And, okay. Oh, we can keep going. I've seen him in person. Okay. So, I mean, I'm still open to that. But basically, I was like, there has to be something else that's like a little bit more fun that I obsess over that's like unequivocally bad. Like, people think it's awful, but I love it for the instructions. Mm-hmm. And then I landed on, and I don't know if you've seen this, and I apologize that we have to talk about it, but I love this movie. We will be talking about the underrated musical classic, Grease 2. <laughs> I haven't seen it and I am very excited because honestly I maybe my group of friends has great taste or bad taste but pretty much all of my friends are like no it's a blast it's oh, it's, it's a, a great blast. time so I love 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 this movie I've seen it a thousand times watching it again and research for the show it's a bit problematic and and you know going back looking but 10 year old a lot of things that, that- are brought up on this show. We're like, okay, a couple of these jokes haven't aged yeah. well, but overall, um, Allie, still a good Allie, time. You're and, coming and, off you of know. the Entourage episode. I don't think we have to worry about I being am. problematic. <laughs> well, I know, and I think maybe that's why I got that idea in my head. But I'm like, it ain't as problematic as Entourage, but there's some sketchy nope. stuff. So, but, uh, uh, yes, so I would like to present to you, Grease. I'm so excited because yeah, I've I'm I've never excited. seen this either. And and Dagny and I, we danced competitively growing up, and our parents kind of exposed us yeah. to a bunch of dance movies. And uh, mm-hmm. I could probably say I've probably seen Grease 50 to 100 times easily. Yeah. And I have, mm-hmm. I so have a distinct memory of being at, a, at a, a movie rental place, VHS tapes, you know, just shelves of VHS tapes, mm-hmm. seeing, Love to it. my shock, Grease 2. There's motorcycles. There's the number two. They made a sequel being like, Dad, Dad, there's a Grease 2. And him just being like, it's really, really bad. He's like, it's nothing like the first one. I'm like eight years old or whatever. He's like, it's just bad. And that is my first memory of Grease 2 <laughs> is picking up the VHS tape at a rental shop store and our parents being like, no, it sucks. And not and then not renting it. 
I feel like people treat it like they talk about Godfather Part Three. They're like, oh, there's two Godfathers. <laughs> there's one Grease. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, no, I used to two. give tours at the uh, studio that created that film, and yes. we were told just, you know, don't talk about it. <laughs> don't talk about the it. It doesn't one. doesn't need to exist on this tour. Okay. Did you see the um um uh, oh my god why did I just forget the director's name of the Godfather? The dir- oh Martin Scorsese. How dare you? Um no 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 that is not correct. No, oh he's Coppola. got a Coppola. Uh, I was gonna say this yeah. is so dumb. I was like Coppola. he's got a wine I like. He's got a good he's got a a, a good Cabernet. Um yeah. Uh, um he just re-edited the third one into being the cut he wanted and re-released it and apparently it's like it's pretty decent. Well, because apparently okay. he never wanted to call it the Godfather Part Three because that's what not what it was, and mm-hmm. so it's that's how people get in trouble. Yeah, and so the new re-release where he is, there's like new footage and it's cut differently is called like the Godfather Coda, something something something. Like mm-hmm. it's like it's like a film as an epilogue instead of calling it the Godfather Part Three. And uh, I don't know, uh, I heard it was pretty decent. Um, didn't like blow anyone's minds because um, most people have seen I, it, but I wouldn't mind. I know that this this Godfather, you know, departure that we've just made very quickly. Um, I actually knew about that Godfather Part Three remastering like two years ago because oh. when I started giving VIP tours, we went into archives, and the guy who one of the guys who like runs archives was telling us about how he's been di- how he was like digging through boxes for months trying to find one film strip that he that was missing from this movie in order to create that like remastered version <laughs> and they did recently a whole screening at the um the Paramount Theater John okay. got to be there and he met um what's his face oh my god i'm a terrible, Al Pacino? terrible human uh- yeah, yes. cool. Oh, awesome. Uh, and so he got to meet him because they all came to this screening. Um, and apparently he's lovely and very nice. That's cool. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I remember I'm excited that that's out now because cool. I remember when he, <laughs> good old, I can't remember the guy's name in archives because it's been so long. But he was like, I can't find it. And he would just tell my guests about how frustrating every he was. every day. There's a, he's like, Well, it's day forty six, looking for this fucking VA <laughs> strip of film. Like, it's pretty spot on. Honestly, he was like, Where is it? Where um, is it? Uh, so anyway, Greece too. Yes. This is the word. Grease it's the word too. that you Can heard. You... It's a mood. It's a feeling. Um, it's the word that we don't talk about in our house because my boyfriend hates Greece. Why? He hates it so much because he the realism that is missing from Greece. And it's about changing to be someone that you're not to make someone happy, which is essentially what the second one is about. Too. Yeah. All about all that. Yeah. But also like they're all, a they're all 34 but, years know, old, pretending to be yeah. high schoolers. They're all. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. can't, the suspension of disbelief through this whole, the whole first movie alone, you just got to be okay with, that none of this is accurate, and also don't change your whole appearance to please somebody. I don't else. know, but if, uh, if if what you're changing your appearance to outfit. is what Sandy is wearing at the end of the movie, maybe it's fine because then maybe it's fine. I think I think honestly, <laughs> I think hot. honestly, um, uh, Dagny, we should have figured out that I was gay way sooner because the uh, who I wanted to be in Greece wasn't Danny Zuko; Sandy, it was Sandy uh, at the end of that movie when she puts the cigarette out. I mean, I think. Oh. I think any person would be like, I want to be that cool. She's all of a sudden cooler than John Travolta. Like Dagny, <laughs> everybody is, needs to aspire to yeah, that level. She's cooler than him the whole movie. Um, that's fine. Danny, that's Danny's He's like the asshole. sixth coolest um, person. He's like behind Kanicki, behind Rizzo, <laughs> behind Frenchie. You know, it's funny that you say that. Yes. <laughs> it's funny that you say that because 
I like I have to say preface like I truly love this movie yes. deeply mm-hmm. I just have always loved it but watching it this time around I hadn't seen it in a couple of years and I was like man I figured out what made it in my opinion not work okay if I if like I could <laughs> even though like in theory not work it worked for me but no one in this movie is cool <laughs> they like it's as if the director uh... was like go to take it from like dial it up to 700 and never tone it down <laughs> so, <laughs> and it's a joy to behold. okay so i uh, i think that mean we're both deeply aware of the plot of grease one i the only okay. thing i know about grease two yes is that motorcycles are involved and that they kind of gender swapped the premise okay so i'll, I'll take you through the journey here. okay we open right out high Four years after, I think around. No, I don't even know how many. And years is it after. still? Is it trying to say, like, the same exterior? Yes. So it's the same. School. Venice Beach High School. So you can drive think, past it. It still looks identical today. Go drive <laughs> on by. It's very cool. Yeah, I think yeah. that I think that they're saying it's like a year or two after Grease started, but it came out like four years after the movie came okay. out. So okay. essentially, what it is, you have the Pink Ladies and you have the T Birds, and mm-hmm. there's this guy from England who comes in, who's Sandy's cousin, and his name is Michael. And he's greeted by, what's her name? Frenchie. Frenchie's in this movie for like half of the movie. Remember Frenchie with the pink hair? Yes. Oh, I know Frenchie. I love Frenchie. I have a question real quick. Right. He's Sandy's cousin. Our beauty school dropout. He is Sandy's cousin from England. Sandy is Australian. He's a new student. Right? So maybe he's Australian. I'm not sure. The actor. Now now I'm torn. It's now I'm trying to figure out is. She is Australian. She is Australian. Yeah, but now I'm like in Greece one. Do they try to pretend she's English and just be like, we don't know what an English accent is? No, I'm pretty sure they say Australia. So maybe Michael, maybe Michael's Australian. I don't know. He's Sandy's cousin. No, it's, I I read the synopsis, just a little brief one. And he, it says he's, he's from England, a British student. Great. He is. He's British. Yep. Okay. Okay. Billy. Suspension of No, disbelief. I mean, Australia, I mean, you know, that's, when so you call it this, a whole island, like, you can have cousins over there. Okay, go ahead. So he basically, I mean, it's essentially, it's a really similar plot to Greece 1. Like, basically what it is is that um, Greece 1, as Greece. But essentially what happens is he shows up, they have the Pink Ladies, it's their senior year, Pink Ladies, T-Birds. But they're all, like, kind of dating, but they're not. It's like a weird cl- – there's a lot of rules implemented that are not in Greece 1. Like, <laughs> you know, like, you can't date outside of the T-Birds. Like, it's the whole thing. We oh. have, we're greeted by the legendary, and literally the most gorgeous she's ever looked, Michelle Pfeiffer in her first big movie role. Yes. She Ooh. is Stephanie Zanoni, who is, I'm giving way too much <laughs> emphasis on this film. Um, she's Stephanie Zanoni, and she's like the cool pink lady. Because the rest of the pink ladies are like not that cool. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. They're kind of nerdy. And then you have the T-Birds, and the head T-Bird is Johnny. And Johnny Nagarelli, and he's playing by Adrian Zamed yep. of TJ Hooker. Mm -hmm. hooker or booker i'm not sure i didn't watch the show but he comes in and they used to date but i think they broke up over the summer he's still into her she's like i don't care i'm too cool for this and um (laughs) michael she meets michael and michael's immediately taken because i mean michelle pfeiffer is michelle pfeiffer and she's stunning in this yeah um and essentially what happens is she tries to she's like i'm over the whole high school thing i don't want to be dating a t-bird i'm over this and Mm-hmm. Michael meets her and he, Frenchie's like, you can't date her unless you're a T-bird. That's how it works here. She's like, property. And then <laughs> uh, rules. And then Michael sees it and then he, he keeps asking Stephanie out. And then Stephanie's like, I'm not into it. And eventually she sings this epic song called Cool Rider, which I choreographed to many times, where she says, like, I want someone that rides a motorcycle that's way cooler than these jokers. And so naturally, he's like, cool. Clearly, I can't be myself. 
I'm going to become an incredible motorcycle biker. Okay. So okay. half of the film is him like learning how to ride a motorcycle. He shows up, sweeps her off her feet. Yep. There we are. Mm. He shows up with goggles. Well, they're at a bowling alley. A lot of this takes place at a bowling alley. Cause that's a cool thing to do in high school <laughs> is have bowling teams. I mean, in the sixties, I guess. Place. Sure. Maybe. Um, and basically what happens is he shows up and he's literally you guys the goggles are see-through like you can see his freaking eyes it's what it's like a lizzie mcguire <laughs> well, not lizzie mcguire what is the movie cinderella story have we seen it do we love it yes of Hillary course Duff. of course when you're I like i've talked you're about like it. yeah and you're like does chad michael murray really not be able to tell that hillary duff because she has a mask on her eyes like we really can't find that out yeah so it's a similar thing with this he's like see-through goggles and a biker rabbit with like zip down to like his belly button and he's super hot he's really hot i'll give him that and he like <laughs> chases a bunch of the uh, the rival biker gang around on their bikes. He like jumps over a cop car, and she's like, "Oh my god, who's this guy?" And there's even a song called "Who's This Guy," where they're like, "Who's that guy?" <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, she doesn't know who he is. They fall in love, but he's wearing the goggles in the helmet the entire time. So, oh my god, it's not Michael who's now tutoring her in English because, <laughs> oh my god, it's not the same guy. And then, um, that's really what it's about. He turns into that. Stephanie falls for him and then at the end she thinks he dies because he does like a crazy jump that she doesn't know about and then he comes back and he's like surprise it's me Michael and she's like I wished it was you and then they make him a t-bird and then everybody's happy and that's the end that's great that's that's great um now I want to know what was the point this watch through that you said uh that's why it didn't work what part was that Almost immediately. I can't even explain it. So so here's what here's what it is. Okay. So John Travolta's not cool, but he's like, yeah, he's cool in Greece. Like you're like, oh I'm yeah. into it. Kaniki's cool. Kaniki's like cool. unquestionably yeah. cool. They have yeah. the they have the nerdy keepers, but like there's also the cool yeah. ones. And like Rizzo's cool as yes. hell. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah. I get it. None of these characters are cool. And I don't know how to explain it. I love Adrian Zamed. He plays the lead keeper, but like he's like he looks he looks like a foot shorter than the other T-Bird. <laughs> So like already like kind of, you know, no, I'm not, no height discrimination here, but there's like something about it that makes him look like a kid playing dress up. And like, I don't want to diss, am I allowed to diss the movie that I picked? I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can be aware that it's not perfect. You still love it. So, um, but all the characters, like it was as if the choreographer, like the choreographer and the director are the same person. The choreographer Mm -hmm. of Grease won directed grief okay so this we've learned oh, a lot we've learned a lot they have had they ever directed a film before uh, no and it was her only film that she ever directed <laughs> she never directed oh, again but basically like girl. think about i'm trying to give you like obviously when people are listening to this they can't see it but you know how like if we had a move and danny zuko would have done it like casual and kind of chill yeah. he was like going for it but not full out or any of the characters would have not not quite full out all the characters yeah. are like dialed up to 200 with the intensity with which they're dancing. So like, mm. it almost makes it be like, you're not cool because you were shaking your hips so sharply hard. that it like looks <laughs> off putting, but it's good. It's so strange. So that was kind of the point I was like, Oh, none of these are believably cool, but also like, I don't know. That's kind of really what it was. They're just too full out, but in a great way, which is what makes it campy and amazing. Yeah, but, uh, I was about to say it sounds very campy, and I think that's. Uh, I think I would probably really enjoy it because it's like I find the good in any movie. I'm oh, like, okay, this is it. fun. You will love yeah. it, and the music is actually it's, like very good. Yeah. It's it's. I mean, it's cheesy. It's good. There's there's some amazing. There's a lot of puns. Like, there's a lot of sexual stuff happening. There's an entire. You'll enjoy this. There's an entire musical sequence inside of a sex ed class called Reproduction. 
and they're learning about how the fallopian <laughs> tubes work. And that's, I mean, that's very Grease because I remember, so I watched Grease so much as a kid, like so many times. Mm -hmm. And I distinctly remember the first time I realized that that scene between Kaniki and Rizzo in the car, that they're talking about a condom. I, oh my God. As, yeah, a, as a kid, so I was close. just like, why did he buy insurance? <laughs> <laughs> that was one of those movies that I think we all could like recite every single line when we were like eight, but we had no, like, I was being like, a hickey from Kaniki is a Hallmark card. Like, I have no clue what the hell I'm saying. I remember the time um, I sang in public uh, near my mother and a bunch of other people. And I remember her face when I sang, Look at me, I'm Sandra D, lousy with virginity. And just like, like full, full voice singing lousy with virginity and just my mom being like, okay, no, don't sing that loud. Hey, to this day, I'll still like say I need to brush my brush teeth. Up, brush and up, brush up, brush up, brush up, brush up, brush up. Yeah. There's nothing Such iconic like that in this movie, <laughs> but it's still <laughs> iconic on its own in different ways. So, um, yeah. I do want to circle back to talk about Grease 2 in a moment, but I do want to bring up something that I really actually enjoyed, which was Grease Live, um, since we're just kind of okay. circling about the Grease franchise. And I get, I don't know if it's a franchise, but you know, mm -hmm. uh, did you see Grease Live? I did. By no means is it incredible. Mm -mm. I did, however enjoy most of it i i because of a lot of those lives when we were getting them were you know bad uh -huh. <laughs> um, i was pleasantly surprised when this was had some solid moments like the cafeteria dance scene that choreography i think it's more of grease too where it, it was very sharp and not super casual dancing mm -hmm. but like choreography was really yeah. good their singing was great it was aaron Tveit, right or Tev <laughs> how do you say his last name Tveit. aaron Tveit. Tveit. Um, well, he I can like also, that. like Paul Rudd, do no wrong in my eyes. He's I so know, I know, I know you love him. I used to love him. I'm, I'm struggling lately. Oh no! Well, I just, oh. I, I, I don't know. You never know. But I heard he, I heard he's not, not that yeah. nice. Is I what I heard. Also, oh. I, I didn't, so, I didn't want to be the one to say it, but like, same sees. Am I allowed to say that? Don't tell, don't tell him. Oh, we, uh, we were we were uh, uh, shitting on James Corden like three episodes ago, so it's fine. Well, that's fine. That's <laughs> so, fine. Dagny, <laughs> Dagny this is uh, an insane thing because you said you talked about Grease Live and you said of the Grease, I don't know, franchise. Um, I pulled up Grease mm -hmm. 2. I think you're going to say something I know. Okay, and okay, I hit so. trivia, and I just, the very first trivia, mm -hmm. this is insane, Allie. I was going to blow your mind yeah. with this, but you're you're doing it first. Oh, yeah, let yeah, Allie tell Yeah, us. tell Dagny, because well, it'll blow her mind. It blows my mind. Okay, so they were going to make a franchise with this. This was supposed to be the second installment of four movies. Oh. Grease 2 came out, totally flopped. So Disney bought up the rights to this, is what you're yeah. going to say, right, Billy? Disney bought up the rights to the unused script for Grease, Grease 3 or whatever they were going to call it. And it didn't get made for like 15 years or something. And then surprise, it did get made and it is High School Musical. <gasps> that <laughs> they, honestly they makes adapted, sense. They adapted but... Reese 3 to be High School Musical. They like rewrote the script, but yeah. Ah, Isn't that nuts? That, that is nuts, but also I can believe that. That makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. So. Wow, that's so fun. Also, yeah. imagine in like so 2006, Disney just released on Disney Channel original Grease 3. They just like kept it the same. That'd be <laughs> hilarious. 
Everybody be like, what? Well, I have some funny, fun trivia for you guys about this. Yes, I want all of it. Yes, yes. And I just interrupted about Grease Live. We can absolutely circle back and talk about how this movie. I want to know like when you first saw it and all that. But yeah, let it give I'll us give some you some trivia. random things. Um, let's see. They did. Okay, so you know in Greece, in Greece, when they ride off. I think this is my boyfriend's like least favorite part why he hates it so much is when they fly off into the car into the sunset yeah. at the end. They just like yeah. fly off into the sky. There was a scene in this that was shot that where they ride off into the sunset in a motorcycle, but they didn't keep it in the most. So that's interesting. Um, let's see. Tom Cruise auditioned to play the lead T-Bird in this, which would have been interesting. He still would have been too short. Thank you for so, making the well, same joke why. I was about to make. <laughs> but that's why. They said they wanted someone taller than what? Tom Cruise. So I don't... What, an inch taller? I don't know. Um, and also, fun fact that... Um, they originally wanted Debbie Harry to play Stephanie, which is. Oh, I mean, part. I'm not mad at Michelle Pfeiffer because how could I be? But Debbie Harry is a fun choice. That's very. Yeah, but it's very like. Old. Oh, yeah. But it, you get that kind of vibe like she could be like in a gang, a high school gang where they all have matching pink jackets. They're very intimate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Stephanie's like cool as hell with this. Movie. She's got these great things. But she was always doing this like manic thing with her eyes when she's singing that she's kind of looking. It's weird, but I love it. It's choices. She's <laughs> 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 giving a lot of the choices. But so that's just some fun facts. I thought that was interesting. Why? That's, that's all very I got. fun. Yeah. Um, so, Allie, how old were, do you know or do you remember the first time you saw this movie? I had to have been like. 10 or 12 yeah i think okay. yeah because i was seeing greece when i was like six <laughs> my, co- my yeah. older cousin would watch it so it was super appropriate um i think when i was like 10 or 12 and my sister and i my little sister they're about the same age difference as you guys are ish well yeah. how many are you, are you guys apart like two? two and a half, two and a half. Yeah. oh jackie and i are four but um we're like the same person and we both obsess over yeah. this so we've watched this together countless times countless <laughs> Yes, we both just, oh, we freaking love it. So, yeah, it's been formative for a long time in my life, and I watch it periodically, and I love it. Oh, so, so yeah. no, I, I love that. That's great. Not to, now we're going to get into it. You said earlier, though, parts of it are, are very problematic, looking back. What do, what do we got in the land of, of problematic scenes in Greece? Ooh, there's a, well, it's funny because it's like two of my, okay, there's these two scenes in particular. I mean, there's a lot of like talking about like the jugs on that girl, and like, you know, like, um a lot of objectifying the women from the t-birds like constantly uh but i feel like it's like more so than greece was it's like over it's like really dialed up up. (laughs) they cranked up the uh the objectivity but not in the good way and also it doesn't work essentially because they they're not sexy so like (laughs) you know what i mean like i don't want to say if you're sexy you can objectify women PSA, not saying that. But you know what I mean? Like, it does, it's not believable. Yeah. But basically, um, there's that one song, Reproduction, where they're all talking, they're all asking the teacher while singing about, like, different things about it. And there's a whole line about the guys, like, basically saying, like, what about when you get her in the backseat and she changes her tune? And all the guys go, oh, she can say, no, 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 no. And I was like, oof. Yeah, oof. And they're, like, doing the boobs, like, when they have their hands out. Like, it's not. So there's that, and then there's a whole other song where it's actually quite funny. I love a good pun, as you guys know. Mm-hmm. But there's a song called Let's Do It For Our Country. They somehow get a bomb shelter, <laughs> and one of the guys, who's actually quite good, leads one of the girl that the pink lady he wants to sleep with in there. And he has his friends wait outside, and it's right when wartime is, like, potentially happening. 
I don't know when is this. This comes out in '82. Yeah, I think it takes place when in the '60s. So it would have been, been the cold. It would have been the Cold War. Exactly. So you ever know when there was gonna be like you know a um what's oh my god like a oh yeah one of the alarms the, yeah. Um, Sorry, so they I'm have talking. her in the bomb. They have they have them in the bomb shelter, and she this guy is totally coming on to her, and then his friends like do a horn outside or a, you know a siren outside, so they she thinks it's like <laughs> happening, and so he has this whole song called like Let's do it for our country. Our country wants us to, and like it's super rapey. <laughs> like I'm just gonna say it, and he's like totally trying to make her, yeah. And then um, but she thinks that they're talking about signing up to work to to go into the war as like a nurse mm-hmm. and a soldier. So they're totally talking about different things, but it's a super like he's just he's like constantly getting on top of her, and he's like, "Come on, Sharon, you know you want to do it." Like it's, uh, I don't know, <laughs> but it's funny. God, you ever? Uh, it's funny though. Yeah, you ever, yeah. you ever fake right. a, a couple, bombing run so your body buddy can get laid? Jesus. Well, and here's yeah, oh here's a fun fact. The team. Y'all have seen y'all have seen Happy Gilmore, yes. obviously, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, the guy that plays Shooter McGowan. He is in this movie. His name is Goose. Okay. He's also a T-bird. He's the one that does the siren outside. <laughs> and he auditioned to be the lead in this. So that's a fun fact. Shoot over Gowan. I, um, I, I glanced funny. at this. Apparently, so you said earlier, Frenchie's only in half the yes. movie. Like literally half Is she half the, only, is she no, the um, only person from the first movie they bring? No, in? she's the only one that really talks. But they have like Coach Calhoun is in it a little bit. The mm-hmm. principal's the same. So it's Blanche. Yes. Like they still have okay. a lot of those characters but um do they do the ding 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 like the, the yeah they do the morning announcements like one time yeah okay great. I, the, yeah, the, yeah. the, so, the, the secretary or whatever her name from greece one is like one of my favorite characters she's yeah, so funny she's, 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 she's iconic. great um she's so good so apparently uh, uh i was just reading that in an interview dd Khan, who plays frenchie says that the reason she disappears mm-hmm. halfway through the film is because they started filming with an unfinished script and in a script mm-hmm. rewrite, they wrote Frenchie out of the movie, but they'd already filmed with her. So they're like, hey, um, you're actually not in this movie anymore. You can leave. And then in the editing process, they decided to still use some of the footage they filmed with Frenchie, even though the script, the final script didn't have her in it. Um, and and then she described the filming yeah. process as rushed, frantic, and unorganized. Oh. Yeah, that seems like it. <laughs> Because it's great when she's on That's screen. Because you're like, oh, I love Frenchie. She's great. She's, I she's back at school because she flunked out when her hair got colored pink, and now she's back because she's all about skincare. So she wants to get her chemistry good. That's why her. That's like <laughs> why Frenchie's in the. School. That's hilarious. <laughs> Wait, is she a student again? Yeah, she's back going back to school. All of these thirty-five-year-olds <laughs> oh coming back to high school so they can be in Greece. Oh my gosh, but it's so funny, That's guys. Funny. I highly recommend watching it. It's so campy, but the dancing's great. There's an incredible yeah. scene in a bowling alley called We're Gonna Score Tonight. Wink, wink. And it's <laughs> honestly, oh, oh, and Liza Minnelli's cousin or sister is one of the leads in this too. What? I forget. Lauren, oh, wow. She plays She plays like the other kind of cool pink lady and her voice, y'all, oh my goodness. She just like wailed. Like the Rizzo kind when, of the movie? When, yeah, whenever she has like a line, it's like, oh, she went full out. She's going to be like, oh, I'm the singer here. Hi, everyone. That's me. <laughs> like, that's what it sounds like. Because she just like belts her face off, even if it doesn't feel quite right. And you're like, I'm here for oh, it. Uh, her name it's is uh, Lorna Luft, the daughter of Judy Garland. Lorna Luft. Yes. yes. Eliza's half-sister. Yes. Mm. And she plays, yes. did she play uh, Paulette? Yeah, she plays Paulette and she's fabulous. So I just she's, read that there was there was another actress who signed, literally signed on to play Paulette. And then dropped out because she wasn't getting paid enough and the script wasn't finished. And that actress Who? was Cher. <laughs> Allie's <laughs> mouth just dropped. 
I, I okay, I get like really emotional. Like I get like tears when I get really happy about something. <laughs> I love share. Like I feel like I love 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 share. I, I don't know like what I would have done. Escalated the movie so much. I don't know what I would have. <gasps> you know what? No, I'm gonna say it. Cher was too good for this. That was the right move. <laughs> she, no. I think she probably felt that. She read the script and went, She yeah. was like, I'm Cher. She was like, I'm Cher, but I will do Mamma Mia 2 down the line. And I will sing and Fernando. And I will. It's an incredible film. It is. I cried. I watched it the other day and I cried. Truth. We had a whole episode about how it is um, better than the first one. And I, I love Mamma Mia. Stand by our guest who brought that in. Good old Sarah. Sarah. I love her. Uh, great taste. Uh, yeah, it's incredible. It's such a good movie. Uh, well, that's, yeah, this is truly perfect. This was like the definition of what we asked for <laughs> people to bring please, in. Please, please watch it and then let me know what you think. It's just be along I, I think I'm going to. It's fun. It sounds very fun. Um, I want to try and find it if it's streaming somewhere. It is. Uh, I, I maybe, watched it. It is? For, oh, wait, no. No, I had to I had to buy it for like three bucks or something. But okay. It's worth the three bucks. I'm telling you. Mary Kate Nashley, not worth the three bucks, but you know, Grease Two, worth it. <laughs> absolutely, like hands down. Oh, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if my cousin slash roommate has this on DVD. Oh, that would be if, oh, that would be hilarious. Does. She's just like, yeah, you want to watch it? She now? has a whole musical shelf on her DVDs, so I have a feeling she might have it because um, she has some not great musicals That's on there. So funny. <laughs> uh, Proudly Incredible. displayed. Um, well, do we have any last thoughts about Grease 2 or just the Grease Almost franchise, I suppose? Oh, insane. Can you picture... Oh, I would have loved to see Zac Efron in a leather jacket with a T-Bird situation. All the yeah. Time. yeah, but like... Right? But, Zac Efron also can't do wrong well, in my I, eyes. <laughs> all these I guys. I have a feeling they probably changed what they did for High School Musical because if it's Grease 3, like none, none of them are the cool one. None of them's like the cool one. Like Like... Who's the is who's the cool yeah. one in the gang? Is it the one who's on the super jockey football team, or is it the one that's really into musical theater? Like, which one's the one in the gang? They tried to make <laughs> it get the sport wrong. <laughs> the, did I say football? Basketball? Yeah, you sure did. Uh, ping pong. Get your head in the game, Billy. Get your get your head in the game. <laughs> Gotta get your get your get your get your head oh, in the game. Iconic. Um, and after no, after that, because right. like after he, after a uh, high school cool. musical. Corbin Blue went on to do a brief stint on Broadway as Usnavi. Could you imagine? I was living in New York when he did was he doing really? That. I didn't get to yeah. watch it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was Usnavi. Yeah, when I was in New York, oh. that, the, whatever year that was, that was all the ads for In the Heights had with now with it was, Corbin Blue. It was Blue. around the same time that um, Daniel Radcliffe was in had a business. Oh, you're oh, right. No, Equus was, was, was later. Equus was later. Yes, he was like, "Here's my Broadway." Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, Corbin Blue did something else on Broadway, I believe. Yeah, I was trying to make I'm a sure Corbin Blue joke, and then I realized there's no need for it. Why am I trying to make fun of him? He's, He's crushing it. Uh, I love him. Now I'm. I think I'm just still mad that that so High School Musical two crazy. didn't pursue the obvious romance between him and Sharpay's brother. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Oh Ooh. yeah, when they switch clothes yes. in the yeah. second movie, like that's that's what the relationship should have been. That's they both come you know, to. Yeah, yep. is somebody people shit on bet on it? Bet but on I love it, that. Bet day. on it. Bet he's like, on he's like so full out in the yeah. in the golf course. Yeah, Ugh. bet on it rules. High School Musical Ugh. two is a a, a weird. A uh, it's weird. also the best of the High School Musical franchise. <laughs> it's so good. Hot take. Hot take. I, I mean, I've I've never it, seen the third one, I and suppose. I probably never will. I, so like I okay. haven't seen the third either, but the second one I watched for the first time recently. I talked about this oh, on yeah, the yeah, podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a few months ago, but. 
It was such a good time. Uh, and the I weird cameo from Miley Cyrus at the end. As Hannah Montana. Uh, as Hannah Montana. Yeah, it was a interesting. Crossover episode. Because there was a whole vote, a vote online that people, it was like, who do you want to see as in a cameo in High School Musical? And you got to vote on all the people. And then the cameo was just like the end credits singing. <laughs> I actually, I'm, <laughs> like musical I'm number. curious about Grease 2, about if they had any faith in it from the beginning. Because apparently um, Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta were like, hey, yeah, uh, do you, if you want us back, let us know. We, we, we'll come back for Grease 2. And then the studio never contacted them again. Yeah. It was just like, yeah. no. It's questionable, right? That's so It's a weird, weird choice. You think you would want, I guess also the guy, um, Kanicki was supposed to have an appearance as like the manager of the bowling alley, but that didn't work out. So. Oh, that would have been fun. Kind of yeah. a bummer to see that character or see that that's what he did with well, his you life. Know, but. Well, oh, no, oh, I forgot to say another character that's in it is, you remember the guy that's in the rival, the guy that takes Cha-Cha to yes. the dance. Yes. Oh, no, 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 yeah, he, yeah. no, he's Cha-Cha's boyfriend. He's like the, the, he does the race with Danny. He's in this movie yeah. too. He's like the rival biker gang, but he's like clearly 30 years older than everyone else on screen. <laughs> that's and such it's a, very that's strange. It's so weird that they were like, okay, so much connective tissue, but only in like the supporting characters of the supporting characters. Like, not well, I guess that, Yeah, I guess I also read that the, the lead tuber, Johnny, like Andrew and Men's char- the Met character was supposed to be Danny's cousin also. And then they were like, eh, too oh. weird because he's Sandy's cousin. Like, they were like, we can't do that. Cousins so on cousins. They tried to connect it. And the last little fun fact I saw, and this is because this is cute, is that in the marketing, Michelle Pfeiffer was talked about as newcomer Michelle Pfeiffer, which is very cool. Oh, wow. She's so good in this, guys. Like, honestly, she looks so hot. And I'm I'm legit (laughs) super pumped that she uh, that she signed on for Ant-Man 2 just for like two scenes. And now, like, if we're lucky, we'll just get a ton mm. of her in Ant-Man and the Wasp 3 in Ant- Quantumania. Because she's fully on board. Janet Van Dyne. A full circle back. to Paul Rudd, Ant-Man. Possibly oh. my favorite Marvel films. Uh, Honestly, I love it. so good. Yeah. I rewatched them somewhat recently. Yeah. I was like, these are great. Yeah. Like, they're very, they're very funny. Honestly, up there with, like, Thor Ragnarok as far as, like, the most fun, <laughs> in my opinion. That's yeah, my the cast is great. Okay. Michael Pena steals every yeah. scene he's in. Um, he's so good it's yeah. also good oh i love it Paul mm. Rudd, perfection Mm-mm. all day all day forever and ever yeah. and ever that man is- i hope it never comes out that he is uh not a nice person i, I think I don't at think this point we would i think possible. at this point we would have, <laughs> we would have known we would have known um it's everyone well, have everyone you guys says ever seen, he's great have you guys ever seen city slickers no I have not. okay well i was watching it the other day with bear and i had a realization which this might be a hot take but i think i think it's real um, I was watching this scene with Billy Crystal, just like laughing my ass off because he's, you know, Billy Crystal and he's the best. He was delivering a line, and then I suddenly looked at her and I'm like, you know, Paul Rudd has Billy Crystal in him. You would never put the two together, uh, but there was this line delivery, and I was like, do you ever not like Billy Crystal? No, he's always like charming in a weird way and like kind of yeah, sweet. Yeah. And he was delivering these lines, and I'm like, and I could see Paul Rudd, especially like Paul Rudd from like This Is 40 kind of vibe yes. yeah. delivering it. I'm like, I could see it, and I, I don't know. Just That's think funny. about it. Next time you watch a Paul Rudd film and a, Bill, a Billy Crystal film, be like, could they interchange? I can see it. Let's see. They fun. have a similar vibe. Well, um, well, that was Grease perfect. 2. Every, that was so everyone, fun. Uh, watch, it, watch Grease, Grease 2. 2. Why not? What do you got to lose? Nothing. I watched the first Why Resident not? Evil last night. And if I can do that, you can, you watch, can watch Grease 2. 2. Um, <laughs> so, Allie, uh, we've reached the end of the show. And we like to end by playing a game that we call What a Pitch. What a pitch is where uh, uh, our guest 
uh, asks Dagny and I to pitch them a project. It can be any kind of genre, any kind of pop culture object, and we'll each have 30 seconds to pitch it, and then she'll pick a winner. Um, Allie, if you're good to go, Dagny goes first this week, so I will just mute myself if you're good. Pick an I object such and a, a good genre. streak of this game. Yeah. Okay. I had such a good streak, and now Billy's been winning, so I need to get back on my game. Billy, can you oh, hear sorry. us? Oh, sorry. Yes, you are now. Okay, now I can't. Okay, good. We're good. Okay. Uh, go ahead, Allie, whenever you're ready. Oh, my goodness. Okay, how about keeping in theme with what Billy was talking about with Legendary? I would love to know a competition show on Netflix that is based around, hmm, that is based around, oh goodness, I'm blanking. I was trying to think of something super edgy here, but it's not happening. So a competition show based around circus performers. Oh, that's fun. Um, (laughs) I mean, I don't know how in-depth it has to be as far as... uh, You know what? Can I retract? I'm bringing it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Circus performers, but it's like a a soap opera about circus performers. That's what it is. Okay, great. Um, I was thinking I was going to like circle in uh, Greatest Showman, which I haven't seen, so I'm going to not do that. Um, I'm going to... My brain goes to like, uh, lion tamers first when I think about mm. um, circus and also like bearded ladies but that's not so much anymore um, so oh wait oh my god my brain just blanked what did you ask for soap opera okay soap opera so yeah I guess kind of like a like a um, tiger king kind of vibe where it's like these lion tamers are like on this underground it's kind of a messed up uh like animal training center and it's i yeah where it's just like they're uh like selling these lions illegally i guess but it's yeah the level of tiger king drama where it's like weird quirky people um and yeah it's just like circus performers doing sketchy shit and it's filmed like a soap opera it's like a it's like a dark soap opera like a very dark vibe yeah okay yeah yeah i like it i like it okay cool (laughs) <laughs> that was fun we got there we got there we okay, got there we found come back. hello hello this is a fun one i think you'll have fun all right with us. all right okay you pitch me a soap opera that is based around circus performers <laughs> <laughs> um um all right just because I, I you can clearly see the influences on this but we're gonna start the show with one of the circus performers has been murdered maybe the trapeze was sabotaged and someone died horribly right at the top <laughs> right up top but then as the show goes on uh we don't solve the murder anytime soon we get to know all of these goofy people who work in the circus maybe there's like a goofy Uh uh uh, police officer maybe he works for the fbi maybe this is just the plot of twin peaks set in a turkish circus (laughs) i do think i do think i just pitched you twin peaks set in a circus um that's it what works. I want. That's I what's like happening. It. So yeah, even though there, it starts with a horrible murder, everything else will be lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Everything else will be like the fun day to day of a circus. Wait, but in the background, there is a, a scary, scary murder happening. And there's one of them. We know We know deep down, one of them, probably a clown, is yeah. the murderer. I can't believe I didn't go to clowns first in my brain when I thought circus. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, bearded lady, lion tamer. Done. Hell yeah. Lion tamer, bearded ladies. Um... That was great. I liked that. Um, oh my God. Billy, it sounded, yours sounded like an Agatha Christie <laughs> murder novel, but with circus characters, <laughs> which is, you know, basically what was we'll asked for. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Allie, as per usual, we make our 
guest pick a winner. Oh. Uh, they were very different. A lot of times we fall under a similar similar vein, but those I think were pretty different. Oh, it's a hard pick because I could watch either one. I loved Tiger King, but I also like this murder mystery behind the scenes like vibe. So mm-hmm. I'm going to respectfully go with Billy's because I like the Twin Peaks. Yes. I hope we. I also would too. <laughs> I prefer his over mine. <laughs> That was it. It was very good. Oh, good thank job, you Billy. So much. Yes. Uh, you've the, taken over the streak of is it wins. Three in a row. Oh, I, I, am, I think yeah. so. I had like four or five. Yeah, in a you had row, a lot. But we haven't gone back to count. I know Oops. who's winning. But hey, I think we're, we're doing probably it. pretty tied we're now. Doing it. We are. Uh, wow, ep- really, just test our improv skills yeah. every week. <laughs> hey, episode thirty-four. That's it. We did it, baby. Um, before yeah. before so we leave, Allie, have you got anything you'd like to plug to our listeners? Anything you'd like to shout out? Not really, I guess. Um, aside from being a dancer, I'm a graphic designer. So if you need any branding or websites, find me at Toby Rose Design. Um, but aside from that, yeah, uh, no, Toby Rose. I'm Designs. almost 32. It's almost my birthday. Oh, happy almost so. birthday! Shouting out aging. <laughs> <laughs> When's your birthday? August 16th. Oh, very nice. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're close. Me and Madonna uh-huh. have the same birthday. Ooh, Ooh Madonna. love that. Um, Billy, just because I assume you're going to do this, do you have a show? You did would you like just give me plug? an opening? You're so nice. Hey, if you're in Los Angeles, I did. If you're in the Los Angeles area, my stand-up comedy show, Billy's Big Night Out, uh, is August 12th. That is Thursday, August 12th at 7 p.m. at the North Hollywood Comedy Chateau. Um, it's going to be a great time. It's all queer comedians. We got a bunch of cool people coming to do it. Uh, and also me, I'm a cool person that's going to be doing it. I'll be hosting. So yeah, um, and just. <laughs> You Check out my are. Instagram. I've got uh, info on my Instagram or Billy's Big Night Out has its own Instagram and I have linked to tickets there. Come say hi. It's going to be a good time. Yay. Yay. Um, well, are you go- Are you done talking? Did about you see how nice and concise that was? That was good. That was probably the, the most brief <laughs> plug. That now, now let me go through all eight comedians I've got on the lineup and tell you why I like each of them. Okay. First okay. of all. <laughs> <laughs> They'll have to come on the show and be guests and they can plug themselves. There you go. Um, Alrighty. Well, this has been Poptimist. Allie, thank you again for being here and bringing in truly the perfect definition of what we were asking for. <laughs> thank uh, you for having me. It was so much fun. Uh, yes, of course. Um, and if you enjoyed the show, please comment, rate, subscribe, all of those good things. Give us five stars. Uh, I believe comments boost us more for listeners than anything else. So even if you just keyboard mash, then that'll be great. <laughs> just, comment something uh and if you have any questions or hot takes yourself feel free to email us at poptimistpod at gmail.com and we do have those live shows coming up and we announce our episodes every week so follow us on our instagram mm-hmm. which i believe is just poptimistpod so other than that i think we're done for the day so everybody say goodbye bye, bye.